Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Will here with Schedule Fly, and I've got Chin Sai on the phone. And oh, I love this guy. I got to hang out with him last summer, and we had a really phenomenal uh, conversation that fortunately we captured over a podcast episode. And uh, I would highly recommend listening to that. Um, he and his beautiful bride have built a incredible business in Raleigh Heirloom Brew Shop. Uh, they have a newborn as well, uh, a, just a strikingly handsome uh, son. And uh, we, we've, you know, we've stayed in touch. Um, and I, this is a, a, a person who I just have the utmost respect for, um, business-wise and, and personal. So, Chen, I appreciate you taking the time to do this today. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's, it means a lot to hear your voice. I, I miss you a lot. Um, you know, it, it, that's one of the unfortunate things about all this, but I'm glad we're able to connect over the phone and, and count the days until we can see each other again and, and hang out like old times. So that's a lot to do for now. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, well, I mean, as we look for silver linings in this, there's one right there that, you know, there's, um, it's a time you've never had more time to connect with people you care about and uh, do it in a, in a, you know, in a meaningful way uh, over the phone and, or through, you know, good dialogues on email and text or whatever. But um, do you, let me ask you this. Are y'all, are y'all open at all right now to, for, for delivery or takeout or anything? Are you just completely closed? Yeah, we, we made the really, really, really tough decision. I, I didn't think it would ever be that tough to decide whether to stay open or not. Um, but we, we decided to keep it open um, for, for two main reasons. Number one, the staff, um, you know, not, nothing's worse than, you know, being relatively safe from, you know, uh, the virus, but then, you know, having uh, to worry about homelessness or, or feeding yourself. So number one was the team, and so we were trying to work through that. Number two was just trying to keep a padlock off off the doors and make sure that, you know, businesses can actually uh, open back up after all this is over. So, you know, those two main things, we are open under reduced hours at this point. And how are you delivering, um, delivering, I I mean, are are people doing, are you doing like curbside or are you literally having one of the delivery services or both or what's the structure look like? Uh, We're doing both. So, um, Uber Eats had, had reached out and never would have thought we, we would have done a delivery service before, but thankfully they, you know, they were there and, and for us, um, just kind of keeps things going a little bit. Um, and then during the early days, we just really pushed ourselves and kind of, you know, just to develop the website and get that up and running. So doing, um, website orders, we also teamed up with a company called Clusive that's based out of, out of Charlotte. They're really, really good folks. Uh, so got got a chance to work with them. We were one of the first to, to roll that out. So uh, I know there's a few, few friends that have rolled out Clusive as well, and I think it's working pretty well with them. And they've been a great company and, and partnering with us. Um, let me uh, so let me ask you to tell me their name um, again, Jen. What are they called? Uh, Clusive, C-L-O-O-S-I-V. And okay, um, the only reason I talk about them is they've been so like-minded and so caring through this process and didn't push us one bit. And, you know, it's not... Not really here to pitch them, but um, just through all this, um, you know, it's been great meeting just other good people that are trying to just get through all this and, and take care of other folks as well. So um, it's been a 
you know, silver lining um, around a few things, but um, it's working out so far. Well, no, I'm glad you did mention them. I really would like to highlight companies uh, that are that are stepping up right now or whose value proposition is, is really resonating or shining. And I'm glad that you mentioned inclusive and Hey man, I'm in Charlotte too. So I'm proud of our hometown business. That's great. Um, so, uh, okay. So you've got, you've got that going on. Um, where are you in terms of your, you know, your, your re- you don't have to give me dollars, of course, but like revenue, percentage of what you would have anticipated for this month yeah yeah um so when when all this first started we saw we saw a decline um especially in the first like real week where this really hit us um 90 95 percent down oh goodness and um yeah it was it was pretty rough because you know it's coffee and tea like a beverage makes up uh, or non-alcoholic beverage, I should say, makes up around 30 to 40% of, of what we do. And it's a pretty big chunk. And then you factor in, you know, alcoholic beverage, and if you're not open, you're not serving most of that's like curbside uh, bottle shop. Um, so we recovered from that. We're probably doing around, uh, we're probably around 60% down. That's not non, non-official guess. Um, but the fortunate thing about our business is we... Uh, we always ran pretty lean, and um, Anna and I never really operated for profit anyway. So, um, in that sense, it, it hasn't really hit us, hasn't really hurt us that bad. It's hit us pretty hard, but um, just the fact that we can stay open and, and still see some friendly faces and, and keep um, keep staff going, it's it's kind of evened out. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, if you're if you're at sixty percent down, you know, if you're at forty percent of what you would have anticipated, that's that's pretty good under the circumstance. That's very good under the circumstances from the conversations I've had with a lot of people um, yeah. around the country. So, do you? And y'all are in a a. I mean, the Dillon Building there's a f- relatively new building, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We were the first um, first restaurant in there. Okay. And we're only about a, a little less than a year and a half old, so okay. pretty new uh, to the scene. Okay, all right. So they've got an interesting scenario. They're a relatively new building, and everybody's, you know, several restaurants in there, right? Is Oak or uh, one of the Indigo Road, mm-hmm. uh, is it Oak Steakhouse or Oku is one of those there? Yeah, we've got both Oak and Oku, so uh, okay. two from Indigo Road, and then we've got Barcelona as well. Okay. Um, and then including us, that's one, two, three, four restaurants um and uh and urban outfitters is, is another big retailer in there okay do you know that have you ever met steve palmer from indigo road uh in passing okay. uh, i don't we haven't gotten to know each other uh, in person that well but um amazing just amazing individual in our industry yeah he really is uh you know he's he's done a great job with uh he and his his partners have done a great job with ben's friends and that's been uh, a really positive force in the industry. Uh, gosh, I'm probably even more so now uh, just having the, a place to um, connect with people, even if they're doing I think they're doing it by Zoom. But, um, well, okay. So the decision to stay open in a limited way, to me, is a it's a decision I'm thankful we haven't had to make. 
I find it to be a very nuanced and challenging decision. And I feel like it's, it's a, it, on the individual business level, that's a microcosm of this conversation we're sort of having around the country right now nationally, which is what, there's no right answer. There's no, um, no right answer, meaning that we don't know. Okay. So if you, you're, I'm sure you went through this calculus and I'd love for you to talk about the thought process. Do, do, do we stay open, um, so that we can support our team so they can keep a job and we do everything we can to be, um, as you know, sanitary as possible. We change our processes. We keep people separate as much. All these things that you need to do. There's that, which and and then there's okay. Well, uh, are, you know, do we shut down so that there's just nobody around each other and no chance of anybody spreading it through our organization? How, I mean, and you said it's a difficult decision, man. Like what? Tell me about that thought process because I find it to be so interesting because. There's no there. It's just a, it's just a way of looking at. There's no like I said. There's no right answer. I mean, what do we do with the economy right now? When do we open it back up? How do we know when it's? It's like, you. It's so impossible to make these decisions in this. It's almost like the fog of war. This you know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah. There's there's no right answer. Like you said, there's no right answer, and there's so many different perspectives as well, and 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 these perspectives get very nuanced. Um, you know, you got. You've got uh, folks that are, you know, working at, you know, restaurants like ours. You have um, different sorts of, you know, ownership structures. So you got Anna and myself, and ours is completely independently owned and operated. You've got folks that are local, but you know, have a have a more structured ownership. Um, and and then you've got, you know, corporate side. We've we've kind of seen, you know, that in the headlines the past few days with with PPP and all that stuff. Um, but the the, the week leading up to us closing our dining room, we did that a week before uh, Governor Cooper mandated the, that the restaurants um, shut down dine in. Um, our thought process was really around, okay, you know, we know there has to be some sort of help at some point, and, and it could be help from any level of, of city, county, state, or federal government. Um, so let's let's at least get to that point. Uh, if we If we can get our staff to that point, then we can make certain decisions. Um, so we did, um, knowing, you know, what should be coming, we shut down the dining room um, the week before the state mandated it. And we did that um, uh, in, in large part to some influence from, from friends, just, you know, talking to, to folks that have um, got restaurants in the area as well. Um, we said, well, you know, obviously with, with any restaurant, you've got folks that are at, you know, different, uh, they, they work at different stations, et cetera. Um, so half our team has been furloughed. And that's because, you know, it's, if you look at, you know, the roles at, in our restaurant, um, you know, those are ones that without, a, you know, dine-in service, um, you know, those roles were, were the ones that, to, to be furloughed. Um, but we did that after getting to, the unemployment announcement by Governor Cooper. And I think we're, we're fortunate to be in a state where things have been handled, you know, against all odds and pretty well. Um, so we got to that point. And the next step we were waiting for was help from federal. Um, we have not, at least from the perspective of, of me and Anna, um, we haven't gotten to the point where we feel confident enough to say, 
we're shutting all this down uh, because our, our employees are protected in some way. Mm. Um, uh, it, it, it's just been unfortunate. We haven't gotten to that point. We've seen certain things with PPP, uh, full disclosure. We, ha- we haven't gotten that. We put in our application and worked with a, a pretty good uh, bank that has done everything on our behalf. But, um, you know, there, there's just been some headwinds there. So as of right now, we're still going and uh, just trying to keep everyone gainfully employed uh, in a way that keeps everyone safe as well. I'm sure, you know, everyone that's open right now has just got got um, sanitation, health, and everything in mind. Well, um, did you, uh, the PPP, did you get a, a POP number? No, we, we haven't gotten that far. Okay. Um, and, and I know, you know, funding's run out, but, um, you know, we work with a, a smaller bank, and they've just been great. But you Who's know, your bank? Just, I, I don't know anyone that's gotten it, to be honest with you. Who is your bank? Uh, Pinnacle. You know, okay. We work with Pinnacle down the street from us, and I uh, know those guys pretty well. That they're here at the local branch, and, and you know they've, they've just been very compassionate, less about numbers and and worksheets and all that, but have added a, a human element. Amen. Relationships. I tell you what, man. Uh, this has been the case on every episode that we've done so far. Has been the community banks are shining right now they are stepping up their value proposition of being relationship oriented and not being so black and white process algorithm big data driven is really resonating right now and to the to the point that quite frankly several um customers that work with the larger banks have told me that they couldn't get help and they've switched banks because of this uh and they had a bank they didn't even have a relationship with that stepped up and helped them um you know that's I'm, I'm glad to hear that i just i think that's wonderful community banks are you know i mean they're a lot of ways they're small businesses too and they're local and, and they really are dialed into their community so good for them i mean this is a good opportunity for them i just i asked you that because i like to highlight one so pinnacle bank good job hats off man that's that's great to hear um and of course they can't control the other side of that process uh which is you know a bit of a i mean who knows it's just there's gosh it's a it's a mess right now. Um, and it sounds like they, they ran out of funding, but I think they just approved more yesterday or something. But, it, you know, like you said, you hadn't said, you show me the money, right? <laughs> you believe it when you see it kind of stuff, I guess. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, it's some sort of a, you know, it could be money. It could be, you know, at least even from a, a policy standpoint, you know, freeze on, on rent, whether it's residential or commercial. And, you know, because building owners need to pay the bills as well. But, you know, so we were looking at, at systemic policy or, or, or money, and, um, you know, unfortunately, that has not trickled down to our level, at least. I think there's been a few few lucky um, establishments across the country, but um, I think the majority of us are still still waiting for cover. Well, I would echo that. The challenge is you get this money, and you know, once you get it, the clock starts, and you've got whatever it is—two months to spend it. And seventy-five percent has to be on payroll, and it just doesn't really align with the the calendar. You know, the, the financial calendar of that loan is different than the economic calendar that's being determined by you know by the government, really, um, and the health calendar. So I, it's an interesting thing. You have to hope that that it's fluid and it will change and it will be adjusted and that it will work out. Um, but you also have to 
recognize that there's a renewed reality. And uh, you mentioned this when we first started talking, so I'm curious, you know, that you have the time to think through the business now. And even though you are only 18 months old, I'm sure you've learned a lot in 18 months. And there's things that maybe you, you thought about but didn't really have time to address. So what are some things that y'all are um, leveraging this time to, to think through and possibly change going forward? Well, we, um, we've had a, a little bit of a moment. We haven't gotten too far, but we've had uh, some time, at least just over you know 15 minutes over dinner, really short dinners now with, with uh, Kenji at home. But um, we had a lot of avenues that we wanted to, to grow Ireland into even before we opened. So we're now we're revisiting um, those things that don't involve a dining room. Um, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what, what we want to do quite yet. Um, we were talking about how do we, how do we continue the original goal of heirloom, which is actually to tell the story of, of ourselves, our parents, our, our staff and the wider community. How do we continue to facilitate that? If it's not through an experience, an intimate experience in a dining room, um, how else can we do that? I think one of the fortunate things through, through the shutdown, um, and we've been craving human interaction for, because mm. in the industry, that, that's, that's what we live off of. And, um, during the shutdown, fortunately, I've actually been able to catch up with a lot, you know, spend, spend more time catching up with friends that I haven't seen in a while and doing that virtually and stuff. So it's not the same, but, uh, has, uh, dialing into a, a Google hangout or, or Zoom and all that kind of gives you more time to, to see more people, I guess. But um, we have been thinking about uh, without dining rooms and even with dining rooms, having to sit you know, six feet apart from everyone, um, how do we create that experience and continue telling those stories? I don't know what exactly that is yet, but um, uh, we are, we are going to be spending the next couple of weeks um, thinking about how, how do we not just reinvent heirloom, but um, kind of take it into the next phase. Um, so, you know, in, in that sense, we are pretty fortunate to be able to have that time. Yeah. Well, this is when we're, we're forced into the situation. You can, you can, it sometimes can open up channels of creativity and thought and intention that may not have been fully tapped prior when you're kind of just, you know, just moving through and getting through each day and hustling like we kind of all were for a while. So, um, in the sense of trying to find any silver linings with this, that may, that may be one of them. Um, so what about the, what, what about the community there in Raleigh, your, your peers in the restaurant industry? Um, have you, you mentioned this a little bit, but have you had an opportunity to have a lot of conversations with folks and share ideas and tips and thoughts and emotions and everything else? Yeah, virtually, definitely. Um, so one of our close mutual friends, uh, Sophia Wu, she had the foresight to to create a, a Facebook group before all this started getting big. Um, so I was really thankful for Sophia connecting everyone downtown Raleigh, and um, it just I, I just really gave us a, that, that human connection, that uh, bridge to you know other restaurants that we didn't have relationships with before. Um, so that's kind of helped everyone really understand you know, what the government is, is putting out there, what, what we're all doing. Um, you know, that's how a couple of the shops got connected through Inclusive was, um, you know, us introducing Inclusive to them without, you know, actually even having met each other in person before. So, 
So that's been really cool. And I, I really, I think Sophia's been, you know, such a leader throughout all this. And um, so we've gotten, you know, gotten to keep in touch with, with a few other owners and, and restaurant teams that way. Um, downtown Raleigh, just, it, it hasn't hit pretty hard. I mean, we live downtown as well. And just going out, I mean, maybe 5% of the traffic that we used to see. Um, on the weekend, it's maybe even less than that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very different, but I was telling a, a, um, a spouse of, of one of our team members yesterday, and he, he mentioned that from his standpoint, it looks like we haven't slowed down at all, um, from, you know, our guests coming in and all that stuff. And I said, well, that's, that's good to hear. But, you know, he said, it, it seems like you kind of predicted all of this stuff. I said, no, not, not really. <laughs> I don't think I could say that I predicted any of it, but you know, at the core of it is definitely starting with a good team. And we have a good team. You know, you have, you have great community that comes in, community that surrounds us. And Will, we talked about this in our last conversation, but, you know, downtown Raleigh was, was just massive in the way that it welcomed Ireland when we opened a year and a half ago. And yeah. that has not stopped. I and mean, we, we, obviously people stay at home more and, and people eat at home, you know, cook at home a lot more now as well. But in terms of the warmth that we feel, I don't think that's gone down at all. I and mean, I think it's gotten even stronger uh, during during the, the tough times. Um, so all in all, I mean, we are staying connected with, with other um, other teams. Everyone's keeping everyone going, doing doing secret, you know, supply drops here or there to keep everyone happy and, um, you know, still connecting with the community. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. And yeah, I'll, I'll tip tip uh, my hat to Sophia Wu as well from Mofu Shop. I need to. Um, I actually was going to chat with her on this last week. I think she was a little under the weather, but great respect for her. And glad that y'all have been able to connect that way. You have such a strong restaurant community in Raleigh um, prior to this, and we've talked about that. And it's just a unique place. So. I'm not surprised at all, and I'm glad to hear that, and I'm glad to hear that the the, the community uh, has supported y'all, and I'm sure will continue to support y'all the way they have. Um, are you? Uh, but tell me about your team. You know, you, you half of them had to be furloughed. Are y'all able? Are you able to keep in touch with everybody? And um, how is everybody doing? Just generally, are, are people feeling optimistic? Are people struggling? I think everyone's saying positive. Um, there's there's a little bit of a nuance between um, optimism and, and positivity. Um, mm, yeah, I, I think optimism is still, you know, it's, it's a little it's a little low right now, and that's just speaking honestly. Uh, but everyone is staying positive. We're kind of you know sharing you know, pictures and, and stuff here or there, and um, little phone calls and chats. But um, you know, more or less. Um, I think everyone's trying to get used to, to what we're afraid is going to be the new normal for a while. Mm. And, um, you know, the other half of the team that, that is actually still running shifts and we still have to keep a distance from each other. So yeah. it's been a very strange situation, especially for, you know, I know you and I talk a lot about this and, you know, other restaurants that, that you talk to as well. And we're all very tight knit, very tight knit team. And that's kind of what builds the foundation for, for these restaurants and you know to be able to or to have to see each other and actually remain distant and not not hug each other or not shake each other's hand it, it's very strange um but you know we're making the most of it I, I i no one on our team has been 
you know, just hasn't taken a very negative turn, if you know what I mean. But um, it, it just, it really does take kind of daily check-ins and just making sure that everyone's mental health is is, um, is staying intact. It's been, been tough, but it's we're hanging in there. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, the communication piece is big now. People need to stay in touch as much as possible, and there's just so much uncertainty. And I agree, you're right. You know, the different you can be positive. Uh, that's that's a choice you can make at any moment. Uh, are we optimistic? Is a little bit uh, broader idea, and you know, it's a, that's that's a big question mark right now. Um, well, so. Well, look, Jen, I I got to tell you, man, I I can't wait to have the opportunity to come visit y'all in person again. And one thing that I've certainly realized is how much I mean, I've always enjoyed being around um, the people I care about, the people we serve. It's always been one of the joys of of um, this business is and and what I get to do with you know these these podcasts. And you know, when I started doing them in person, that just opened up this whole new world and just. I've just been so incredibly thrilled with that opportunity, and I realize even more how much I miss that now. I love talking to you and and all of your peers on the phone like this. It's great, but there's nothing like sitting across a a table there and having a coffee. In fact, I poured a coffee right before I called you, by the way, just because I was like in the I was in the heirloom mindset. It's not nearly as good as yours. It was like a, a Nespresso one, but you know it. it I tricked myself into thinking I was sitting there with you, um, but I, I really I miss you all, and I miss everybody in Raleigh. And uh, I will be uh, once I'm once we get the go ahead, I'm gonna be jumping on that train and heading up there as often as I can to hang out and just just uh, you know just look each other in the eye and say hello. Well, I, I, I miss you insanely, and I you know, I tell you what, once once everyone's gotten all clear. It is going to be the biggest party yeah. ever. You know, it, it's going to be amazing, and, and uh, miss everyone out there. And, and uh, you know, I think I think past all this, um, one of the things, one of the biggest impacts that we're going to see, and this is probably something that we'll look back and tell our kids and all this stuff. But um, I think it's going to make a lasting impact on how much we we already cherish everyone's, you know, all the bonds that we have. But it's going to mean even more once all this is over, like we've taken so many things for granted, um, and, and just this whole quarantine and shutdown. Um, I think, I think the American people, we're going to love each other even more, uh, months from now and, and, and treat, treat every moment we have together, uh, even more special. Um, my family is from Taiwan and my mom's been on the phone with Taiwan. They, they have not quarantined for all this. And they actually found it kind of weird that we were quarantining and it kind of, mom had to explain to them that, you know, hey, you know, kind of mismanaged a couple things up front and now we're all staying at home. Um, so they even offered to, to send us PPE from, from Taiwan. And they've got a they've got a program over there where the government is actually pushing people that have relatives overseas to go and stand in lines and get PPE and send it over to, you know, the US or Canada or wh- whichever country. Um, so little things like come to mind. I think we're going to start, we've already started helping each other in any sort of way possible we can in this country, and that's going to continue. And I actually forgot midway through this conversation that, that we were being, you know, recorded for the podcast. Uh, I always forget when you do that, well, because, you know, I just treat it like a conversation between us two. But 
for anyone listening um, on the podcast, just you know, please remain positive, and we will get through this together. And that's what you know, Anna and myself we've been doing at home, and you know, otherwise you know, go insane. But um, you know, call someone up. I, I'm going to get on a virtual happy hour here in a little bit, and um, through all this, we will get get through it for sure. Oh, for sure, man. I mean, you know, one of the things that that I mean, just entrepreneurs in general. It, I, I love this about entrepreneurs, particularly in the hospitality, um, because of the family nature of the business that y'all run. That's a very consistent thread that runs throughout the industry. Um, you're you're better suited. I think all of you are better suited than you may. Um, want to admit or even know yourself I, I look at it from the outside looking in and i see this group of people that already runs a business full of massive amounts of challenges that most people couldn't deal with that's industry's tough as it is there's so many um i mean there's so many wonderful things about it. i'm not it's a wonderful industry and it's wonderful people but it is not an easy business and there are a lot of variables all the time and, and for y'all to be able to sort of play this harmonious tune that you do day in and day out and make people happy on your team and your customers and spread you know hospitality and warmth and love and joy and happiness and where we share moments it's a really unique quality you have and so I think if any group is well suited to figure out how to get through this and get on the other side in a really positive way and turn this into a you know, turn this challenge into something that makes you better and stronger and wiser. And um, I think that the group of people we're so lucky to serve at ScheduleFly is that group, um, which is independent hospitality people. And the um, I think that y'all, your uh, the PPP was not really designed well for hospitality. I mean, there's a lot of folks that haven't been able to to get it first of all because a lot of the big if they went into a big bank you know then they were kind of pushed aside for the larger customers so you got that in addition to the fact that the the whole thing with the timing is just weird where you got to get the money and use it within two months but then you got employees that are making more on unemployment than they would have waste all this it's just not well designed for small independent restaurant people but you know what in this weird way it's uh i just that's just all the more reason that I think y'all will y'all collectively will figure this out and come out even better uh, on the other side of this because it's just one more little you know little hurdle or obstacle that that y'all is to say you know what all right well we're going to figure this out I and mean, y'all have that can-do mentality and I, it's going to come into play in a big way and I think a lot of people are going to learn from you and your peers through this about how to overcome massive challenges that are completely outside of your control. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very reciprocal, you know, just, just being positive and, and we've surrounded ourselves by people that have been, you know, kind and positive to us and, and vice versa every step of the way. Um, so, you know, my worst fear is just, you know, everyone else suffering, not from you know, the virus directly, but, but from, you know, just just not being able to be positive at home or, or other headwinds that are out of their control. So, you know, let's do what we can to help each other and, you know, it's just again for everyone listening. Please be strong because you know I want to see you all after this. And, and again, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate once all this is over. Um, you know, not not celebrate uh, 
anything other than, you know, just life, you know, getting past this and persevering and uh, remembering those that uh, unfortunately have not made it through this process. But, um, you know, I can't wait to see you, Will. Yeah, well, I echo that sentiment, my friend. Um, well, tell Anna hello and go hug that precious little man and uh give him give him my love and i will look forward to chatting with you soon again i'm here if you need anything as always of course i will thank you all cheers all right cheers have a good one okay bye